It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What was that like, Hanno? Oh, it was it was exciting. Uh, it was nice to see uh, Julio do so well. Um, it was... It happens so fast with, you know, the, the way that the derby has changed throughout the years from having a pitch clock or a timer that balls are rocketing into the outfield bleachers so fast that it's hard to keep up with everything. And then I'll mention now, I went back and watched it on TV, and it was awful watching. Awful, awful in the way of, like, like we've talked about this before, where... I've kind of, I went last year and I said, the theory of this whole, let's hit a bunch out, the shot clock, the all-star game for the NBA where the, with, the, with the three point, it's like perfected, right? And baseball tried to interject that because they've, they've found ways to try to speed up the game. They want to speed up the game. But this is a competition. This is a very compartmentalized thing. You don't get to see the majestic shots that the... Frank Thomas's hit, the Ken Griffey Jr.'s hit, uh, Manny Ramirez, Rafael Palmero, and these guys that are playing right now have that in them. They do. We see it all the time. But when you're just throwing a pitch that comes every 4.5 to 5 seconds, you're not, you're not seeing that. And you're kind of taking the skill out of going, here's the ball, I'm hitting this fucking thing out. There's no... There's no risk at swinging at anything. No, you're absolutely right. It's hard to keep it, uh, track of and follow the ball into the outfield, and then you're switching back your, your view to home plate. And, uh, you know, like I mentioned, I watched it on TV, and that was even worse where they're just showing the batter taking swings, and you can't even follow that along either. I mean, at least I was at a chance to, you know, follow the, follow the ball path, but... On TV, it's 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 just not made for TV, in my opinion. It it is awesome that he, the one the one plus of it is how many balls are hitting to the hitting to the stands, right? Uh, a a lot of a lot of fans that pay a lot of money, a lot of money to get into that. I sound like Trump. A lot of people are talking about it. a lot of money, a lot of money to get in there. People are catching that, and we're going to get to our friend Nolan that we 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 met down at Tacos and Tequila. Uh, him and his brother both caught a home run. We'll get into that in one second. But prior to that, another thing is it's dangerous. You know, it's a very dangerous thing. Uh, the balls are flying. We saw a kid get hit in the face on the field. Tell us about that. 
Yeah, he got hit square in the face. He was in left field. The ball ricocheted off of him. Um, he didn't get his glove up in time, or he tried to. But, I mean, these balls are, you know, as we know, off the EQC Casino stat track. The exit velocity is over 100 miles an hour, and these are little leaguers. At least that's what they look like. And these balls are, you know, every four or five seconds. So you're tracking it, and then another one's coming. It's a little leaguer, you know, so it doesn't make much sense to me to have these young kids out there. But anyway, yeah, rocketed off his forehead and ricocheted a good 20, 30 feet. I mean, it was a thud. And then they just keep going. How's that make you feel, Mom? I did see that in a highlight. Well, I wouldn't call it a highlight, but I did see that later on social light. media. It was definitely a low light. It's really hard to see. I've seen that happen in person, mm-hmm. actually. Also a kid about the same age, and it's it's really tough. Well, that's the whole reason that they put up the nets, you know, for fans now. Exactly. And, uh, you know, now they have these young little leaguers. Maybe they'll rethink this and have maybe some high schoolers out there or something yeah. like that. I was just going to ask you, do you think that there's a possibility this might change having kids that age out on the field doing that? What a cool experience, but I think we've really seen I mean, I feel like the way it was, the way it was where you – I hate to sound like the, the old like the old traditionalist, but the way it was was there's ten outs. You got ten outs. Ten times you hit the ball, it's not a home run. You, the kids out in the field, that's great. Well you it's, know what? You've got the excitement of being out there during All Star Week. How amazing is that? You've got the sun in your face. There's a lot happening and so much movement and so fast. It's scary. Yeah, it is. And listen, not to take away from the home run derby, but you know, Julio, yes, he broke the 41. Uh, he broke the this new rule. He broke the record. He hit 41. I saw him go crazy last year. Fell a little short. Every other podcast and every, you know, media outlet is going to tell you how awesome this is. But for me, it's like, well, this just feels like rinse and repeat from last year. You know, comes up short. We love Julio. We love it. We love it. I'd love him to bring home that that title and not go so crazy, but I'm sure it got hyped up when in the building. I I'm sure that energy was. What'd you feel about that energy? Oh, there was a lot of energy. Yeah. It was awesome. I mean, the adrenaline yeah. rush from the crowd, cheering him on. I mean, he was gassed. I'm sure. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm not taking it away from we. I love Julio, man. I mean, last year when he did that in L.A. when I was there, it felt so good because that was just like him cracking out of an egg. He, he had arrived. He had hatched. I knew. I was not me. I was not surprised that he did that. But for me, too, also, I wish there was a little bit of a different approach to what was going on. And here's what else I got to say. He's done this twice to Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo wins that derby, right? He either breaks or takes over, takes over Griffey's record. I don't want to see that motherfucker in the, pot, in, in the home run derby again. He's done. Julio slayed you twice. Get out of here, Pete Alonzo. Get you in that polar bear shit and get out of here. I don't even know what to say to that. That's a You ain't got shit to say to that because that's what that's what it is. Julio <laughs> slayed you. Go away. Go away. You've had enough chances. Well yeah, and then uh did you hear about the uh uh White Sox? A participant, he hurt his leg in it, so he didn't end up playing in the All-Star game. I mean, that's always been our fear about Julio taking all those swings. Yeah, so, I mean, 
Listen, I can relate. I was in a wiffle ball home run derby uh, that prior Friday. Took a lot of cuts down at the play ballpark. But shout out to Julio. I mean, like, you know, they're going to take the narrative and say, hey, he did take over the derby again. Last year, who won it? You don't know. Juan Soto did. Who won it? You don't know. Who was it? I already forgot from two days ago. I know exactly who it was. It's Vladdy Guerrero Jr. Yeah, Julio's the story. Um, Love it. Uh, But... What was kind of fun, at least for the podcast, like when we were down at Tacos and Tequila, we met Nolan, really cool guy, talked to us before the Home Run Derby, and then uh, we also talked to him the next day afterwards. Turns out him and his brother both caught balls up in Edgar's, uh, and let's check out their story, because, you know, this, this podcast is for the, you know, the bar, the bar people. Uh, we're all about it. We want to feature them. We got a lot of stuff coming out Saturday from the people we met at Tacos Tequila and down at Hooverville. So let's check this out, Hanno, and then uh, we'll get a reaction from you. We talked before the Home Run Derby. You're back. You caught a ball at the Home Run Derby. Your brother caught a ball at the Home Run Derby. I mean, where is this on family accomplishments? I mean, Honestly, it's, be up there. it's it's bucket list item. I was I got the tickets a couple months ago, and I told them like I can't guarantee that we're gonna catch a ball, but I guarantee it's gonna be close. And when I caught that first one, we just couldn't believe it. Where were you standing? What was going on? Uh, we were second row above Edgar's Cantina sign in the uh, left field porch. Uh, a kid had just caught a Vladimir Guerrero Jr. line drive to the face. And we're like, holy crap, what just happened? Yeah, I've heard about this. So <laughs> yeah. somebody did get, get caught. The little kid on the field in the little pink t-shirt running around. So it was on the field. That it was got- on the field, yeah. Okay. He was. He went to catch a line drive in left field, took it right off the face. His, his, uh, his sunglasses is shattered. We all heard it. We're like, holy crap, what happened? Oh, wow. But then the next pitch came flying. It hit. It landed in the, uh, the, out, like the, uh, the section next to us. And so everybody's like, what happened? And then they're like, Wait, fuck, we here moved, another fly We ball. moved right on because the person who went to catch that one missed it. It landed oh. in the stairs, and they were on the ground fighting for the ball. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what is going on right now? They're throwing punches, basically. Yeah. And I look up, and a ball comes flying in. Vladdy Jr. caught it at my ankles. You caught it. Well, you got a baseball background. You, uh, yeah. you used to be pretty pretty decent at baseball. Yeah, so I play, I play a, a little quick bit. Instincts. Yeah. So the glove you caught it with was the one that you were showing me. Which one was that? The uh, it was the Mizuno 11.25. Same glove as Chipper Drones. Oh yeah, you caught it with the Chipper. Damn, that is tight. So what what did you do with the ball when you got it? Like, the uh, the usher gave me a little. Uh, a piece of paper. He signed it official that I caught a ball at T-Mobile Park. I'm a, a part of the uh, T-Mobile Park Home Run Club. That's amazing. Very prestigious club. Are you Are you in the club? I am uh, catching a home run ball. Home run ball? No, I've never caught a home run ball. Yeah, I mean, there's a first one. Wow, yeah. that's, that's amazing. And so you caught yours before your brother caught his. I did, yeah. Okay, tell me about your brothers. And he's I a left-hander. My, he's a lefty, so he's he was standing to the right... He was standing to the right of me so he could reach farther, you know? Yeah. And it was it was, it was the next round because he caught Randy or Rosarena. Oh, damn. So uh, it was a couple pitches in here. Randy had hit a couple home runs, and the ball came flying. And, and uh, I was like, cool, cool, here it comes, here it comes. I tapped him, and it came right in my chest. And I had the gl- ball in my glove, and I felt it hit my glove. And I looked at it, 
and the ball wasn't in my glove. And I was like, oh, crap, did I just miss this ball and Colin's not going to get one? Yeah. And I look at him, and he's holding his glove up with the ball in it because he caught it yeah. in my glove. And it's a little lefty cut yeah. me off. I mean, I mean, this is... I mean, this is what dreams are made of right here with the whole uh, It was buckling. It could not have gone better. See, my cousin and I go to go to games. We've been to these things, or if balls come into the stands, my cousin's vicious. And, like, <laughs> if I'm there, I'm not get, Even if it's no. coming to me, he's taking me out. What, yeah. kind of, what, what was the vibe like in there? Like, were you having to box out? Were you having to... I was actually worried because I'm pretty tall. I'm like 6'2", and he's 6'4". Yeah. And I was standing up on the bench trying to block people out. And I was worried I was going to catch it in front of someone behind me. Right. Uh, but that, that's the nature of the game. You that know, spiral the fittest. So when I caught it on my ankles and he caught his, like, at his waist, I'm like, it's a guilt-free baseball. We just, it came right at us. I felt bad for the people in front of us because we were yeah. in the second row. Yeah. So what does this baseball look like that you get? Is it is it Mark II on there? Like home yeah, run so it's derby? A, it's, it's a MLB official, like, you know, Major League Baseball, official baseball on the, the sweet spot. On the top it says Rawlings. Underneath it has the home run derby, like, logo on it. And you got this on Did you you got this on your Instagram and all oh, that? Oh, yeah, it's on my Instagram, oh, yeah. God. And you got the video, too. What's the Instagram again? Uh, N Stokesbury. N-S-T-O-K-E-S-B-E-R-R-Y. Because I've, uh, I've caught balls, like, batting practice and everything, and those ones got a little bit of dirt on it, you know? Yeah, yeah, they do. This ball was super this clean. This is a pearl. It was clean. I was like, oh, yeah. I was surprised, honestly, because... So where's the ball at right now? Right now, it's sitting on my counter next it's to my toaster. Okay. In my glove. <laughs> where's your ball at? <laughs> yeah, this is next to the uh, oven. <laughs> next to the, what are you guys gonna do? Eat these things? You we might got, come home all messed up we from got the, uh, tacos and tequila and accidentally. Oh uh, no, we put they're in our gloves. Like, okay. we got, yeah. All right. We uh, we got the little baseball. The uh, outfield usher gave us the card. Like I said, it's like it the name, where you were sitting, and everything. So that's sitting with it. We're probably just gonna buy a couple of baseball uh, cases and put it in there. Yeah, you got to do something with it, and you guys yeah. got obviously got pictures. Did oh yeah, pictures we got so many, so many. Yeah, I think we you should do some sort of collage type thing. You know, like picture the ball. Yeah, I caught uh, I caught Vladdy's, and they're coming to town on the twenty second. So I'm hoping to maybe get a field pass and get a little autograph on that ball. Like I caught this shit. Hey, that's really cool. <laughs> that, is, uh. that is two brothers catching it, and the mom and the mom is there going like this. This is this is insane. Yeah, her son's got her a ticket. She's from Northern California. Um, both of her sons caught a ball in the derby. I liked how he talked about one of them was left-handed, so he was on the right-hand yeah. side. The other was right-handed, so he was on the left. And we all exchanged gloves at Tacos and Tequila, trying each other's gloves on. My sister Heidi happened to catch this moment where we're all exchanging and looking at gloves, and a guy comes up to me afterwards and is like, we, we, caught, we both caught balls. Can I come back on the podcast? And I was like, yes, let's cancel it. We were going to talk to Brett Boone, but <laughs> now we're going to do this. Yeah, I mean unbelievable that they each caught a ball it is and they're sitting on the counter next to the 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 toaster and the stove the oven i thought the of the oven uh and they're the picture on on his instagram is beautiful it's both of the gloves and the other part of this is having this video of them embracing up there on and nolan's just a really nice guy real like those both of those brothers are really really 
really cool dudes. Both guys played baseball, you know, to a certain point to like the level where we got, and it it was really cool to see that happen. Yeah, super happy for those guys. I mean, to to be that. I mean, you're in a fight for the ball <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the bleachers there, and they got to. And and you know what he told us too in the pre. Which we'll put out on the Saturday. He told us where he was happy. He wasn't like, they weren't like, we're going to get one. He was very like, well, I hope we get one. I think we picked the right spot. My mom and all this. We're just hoping that it happens. And it, and it fucking happened. And like, he was told me, he was looking for me to tell me about it. And I, like, man, that's, I think he's going to be a good friend to the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. What a story. Yeah, and if you want to hear the rest of the full interviews from both pre and post, we're going to put out an episode this Saturday or Sunday during the weekends when we're not covering the Mariners that are getting back into action. So check that out. When we get back to this, we'll give some thoughts on the All-Star, the actual All-Star Day. So All-Star Tuesday, the actual game, you know, following the Home Run Derby, the way they have... When big things like this happen, that's it's a hard thing to follow. Um, the All Star Game was great. We had, you know, the, most of the 2001 Mariners out there. The pageantry. We had the flyover. Um, it's always an exciting. It's always an exciting day. Um, we have the kid, the Make a Wish uh, Foundation, sending uh, a child around the bases. I, we were up at the top. Uh, our good friend Carl Tart was with me. He had never experienced that Mariners tradition that we usually do on opening day. They did it. Great way to start the uh, actual uh, game. Yeah, the Mariners do a great job of their production. We all know that. We've seen how they do opening day. And to add that into the All-Star uh, festivities was super cool. And, uh, you know, usually it's done with the the, the young kid running around the base with with no players out in the field and so that was really cool that he got to high five all the players every as he, single as he went around yeah the like that's what got you that's actually what got you was seeing all the guys high five you know when the game kicked off uh, we saw two great <laughs> great we saw a ball in the field uh, in the sun field good two good like almost rinse and repeat juxtaposed left field right field starts and then after that the game kind of was a uh, it's kind of a dead yeah I, I had watched it on tv and they added some things to make sure. it nice uh, a lot of players were mic'd up there was a point where um and i think that's great you miss all that when you're there yeah the pitcher was mic'd up and so was the hitter the hitter at that time was corbin carroll so and the pitcher was uh from the Rangers, it's slipping my mind right now. No, oh, who cares if it's one of the guys from the Rangers? Moving yeah, but, on. But anyway, it was cool. And then later on, you know, the game was kind of slow. And they went to A-Rod, uh, Big Poppy, and Derek Jeter down right on the fence um, behind home plate. They were mic'd up, and they were talking about things. And the game was going along a little bit slow then. But then they started bringing up Big Poppy's stats at uh, T-Mobile Park and Derek Jeter's stats. Both of them had great stats there. Uh, Both of them said, I love hitting here of at course. T-Mobile Park. It's a, it's a hitter's park. Wow. So take that marine layer and shove it. Okay, okay, okay. And I think probably from the game there's two things. I mean, I know they're great players, but. I know. I, I, 
but also it's telling people let's knock it off with the fucking excuses, right? Let's hit the fucking ball. I agree with that. Yeah. And I do have to say there's two things in the game that really stand out that were like one was a dramatic moment and that's when the only time in my life I've ever rooted for a team that I hated and that was for Kyle Tucker to get that walk in front of before Julio with two outs. He was still getting booed at the plate while this was going on. And I looked at Mike and Marissa that go to games with us that are that have the season tickets with us. Uh are, are next to us. I'm not trying to lump you into my, my problems, Mike and Marissa. But I we were like, why are they booing him? We need him to get a hit while Julio's standing on deck. But people are still wanting this guy to go out. And I'm like, does anybody look at the score? If this guy gets out or strikes out, it's over. He walks. Julio gets up there. Big dramatic moment. I did like that he took the walk and passed the baton. It wasn't there for him. He took a, he took a healthy cut. Didn't get it. And that was good to see for Julio. I want to see a little bit more of that going in the second half. You know, is that what's going on? Obviously, the announcers are playing that up. We all know the situation that Julio's fourth up. And I'm starting to think, what could make this even better? And I'm thinking to myself, okay, Kimbrell's on the mound. The only thing that, you know, storybook I would have liked to have seen, he got hurt back in the WBC. But I think if he was healthy, he would have been there. How cool would it have been to see Edwin Sugar Diaz coming in to face Julio Rodriguez? Oh, my God. That's the only thing that could have made that storybook even better for me. And I just want to say also a lot of lackluster. The one thing that was missing in this whole thing was star power. You don't have Sugar. You don't have Aaron Judge. Take it from me from there. Oh, Tatis. Uh, Mike Trout, um, you know, I could go on and on, but it those is. are the big-time players. And Bryce they were Harper. Hurt. Bryce Harper, yeah, guys who were hurt, who, you know, are hurt now or hurt in the beginning of the year or suspended in Tatis' case. Um, also, De La Cruz for Cincinnati, he, you know, just came on the scene too late. But, yeah, there was a lot of first-timers and not the big names out there. Yeah, and even from the Mariners, Munoz. Like, guys that are known that are just just dogs. We didn't see him out there. We, there's no Max Scherzer. There's no Verlander. Like, this, like there was a lot of first-time All-Stars. Congratulations to them. I'm sure this is a moment that's great, well-deserved. We did miss that. But I think maybe one of the biggest topics after Julio – obviously from the All-Star game, was the chant, the Otani come to Seattle. We've talked about it. I, I mean, everybody's, sorry, everybody's talked about it. So we're going to talk about it right after this. 